Welcome to Keeping It Real with Shana Recker, the podcast for entrepreneurial sisters like you looking for unfiltered and authentic advice on how to navigate your business through the craziness of life. My guests and I keep it super real here for you, sisters. Zero fluff. So welcome to today's episode. Awesome. Welcome, everybody. I am so excited today, you guys. I have one of uh, one of the most amazing young, we're going to say millennial. We were actually just talking about this and we're like, I don't know. She's 24 years old. I don't know if that makes you a millennial or what. It just makes you way younger than me. <laughs> but uh, Natalie Cowie, am I saying your last name right? Yeah, Cowie. Cowie, yeah. Natalie Cowie's <laughs> with us tonight, you guys. And I'm so excited to introduce you guys to Natalie because she is younger. She is 24. She is a, we're going to say millennial, but she is just a wonderful, like, I, I almost feel like you're like, I don't want to say old soul, but you're just so mature for a younger, you know, person. Cause, and the reason I can say that is because we've worked together, we've mentored together, you've been part of my programs and stuff. So I've gotten a chance to really get to know you, watch your journey. And it's been so exciting. And it just, I'm just really excited to have you on here today because I think it's really important for the listeners um, of all ages just to hear what building a network marketing business is like as, you know, a 20 something year old, right? So welcome, Natalie. I'm so excited to have you. I am so excited to be here. Like, honestly, when you messaged me, I was like, 100% yes. Like, so I'm always like, I don't know. Do they want to be on here? Yes, no. You're like, yes. Awesome. Well, and I do, I think this is an important conversation to have because I, I know we were just saying like, you know, as a, as a 20 something year old, when I look back on my twenties, like, I just don't know that I would have had the, I don't know if I would have been ready for something like this. So I, I, I can't wait to dig in and dive in and, and hear your story about how you got involved in network marketing and you know, Natalie has a background in health and she's now currently working in, um, well, I'm going to let you tell that story because I'm yeah, going to get sure. it wrong, but, um, she is just an amazing, amazing young soul. And I can't wait to introduce you, to you guys. So Natalie, I would love to hear your story. How did, how did network marketing enter into your world? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, of course. Um, so network marketing entered my world first when I was young because I was actually introduced to the company I'm with from my mother. Ah, nice. Yeah, yeah. So when I was about like 11 years old, my mom had started working for this company that had just came to Canada. Nice. And so my aunt from Florida had introduced her and they were like, you know, they were loving it. We had all the products in my house (laughs) to the point where like us kids would like, make fun of my mom. We'd be like, oh, our boy. <laughs> I can see it all. They're all around the de- like the kitchen table with all the stuff and the coffee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they would just be like, oh my gosh, like you're, you know, it just seemed like all we talked about in the house was this company. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, so from an early age, I became very familiar with the products anyways. Mm-hmm. And I knew that there was like a pretty big opportunity with it, but obviously I'm young and those things just don't really matter that much to me. Um, But it wasn't until like 10 years later. So I'm 22 Mm -hmm. and I'm working as a server at this restaurant in downtown Toronto. And it was just... um, It was the summer before I was going into my final year of university. Mm. And, um, as Shana mentioned, I was graduating with a health studies degree, but even then, like I didn't necessarily know 
what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, like I knew that I wanted to do something like within that area, but I, I kind of wanted it to be on my own terms. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was just kind of like a weird time for me. Um, but I knew like, okay, I have one more year. Obviously I'm just going to do this and graduate and figure it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so as I said, I was looking at a restaurant one summer and I had one table this night and it was a group of about 10 people. And like in the middle of service, this woman comes up to me who happened to be at that table and I'm like about to punch in an order. (laughs) And she says, hi, like, I know this is super random, but I, I've just kind of been watching the way that you're serving our table and, and, um, you're so like friendly and, um, I just, I feel like you'd be really good at what I do. <laughs> I was like, so it's taken back. Like, <laughs> um, but obviously, you know, I was, I was being polite and, I said, well, I'm, I'm currently going into my final year at Queens. And she said, oh, no way. Um, well, what I do is actually, you know, within health studies. And she didn't tell me, like, what she did. Yeah. But she said, like, why don't we exchange numbers? And I was like, okay, sure, why not? Yeah. So I gave her my number. And um, this woman ended up, like, she, would, she called me probably 10 times in the next two months. Yeah. Like not just message me, but just 20 something year olds don't answer the phone. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't even that I was like meaning to not answer. Yeah. I just like would be doing something else and I'd be like, Oh, I got a missed call. And, and then, you know, life would happen. And I, you yeah. know, yeah. you're it. Um, and then, so I think like eventually got to a point where I was like, okay, I think I just need to meet up with this girl. Like what's the worst that can happen. I'm, I'm also like a very curious person. So it really wasn't that I wasn't interested. It just like within the next two months just didn't really work out whenever she would call. Um, so then I ended up meeting her at Starbucks and it was pretty funny when she gave me the whole company presentation. Yeah. And I just thought, Oh my gosh, like I, I know this company, you know, (laughs) my mom no longer worked for them. She wasn't doing, she wasn't a consultant anymore, but that was the first time that I saw like a full business presentation and I was like so excited about it. Like I just, I honestly didn't even, I think that also because I knew about the company before Mm -hmm. that I was able to have a lot of like trust in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so she didn't have to do like that much convincing for me. Yeah. Well, cause you had a lot of exposure really to it yeah. through your child, like through your childhood. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I don't know, like the idea that I could really like, like my success was completely dependent on what I did. Mm. Like I just found that idea like really exciting. And I remember her asking me, you know, where do you see your life five years from now? And what, what do you want that to look like? And I was kind of like, you know, imagining all these things. Yeah. And she said, well, do you think that if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to get, you're going to get there. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't really think so. <laughs> um, so it was kind of like a no brainer. Um, and so that's how I got introduced. And some things happened and basically I, I didn't end up like, I know this doesn't sound great, but I didn't end up staying with her as my consultant. Okay. 
And so basically I, what had happened is I ended up signing up with her and I didn't tell my mom about it. <laughs> I just, your mom was like, wait a minute. Necessary. I'm very like, <gasps> I act really fast on things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is not necessarily a bad thing. You're a decision maker. That's a good exactly. thing. Yeah. yeah. And so I, yeah, so I didn't tell her and she came home from her vacation. Oh yeah. And there was probably about $4,000 worth of this company's products in my house. And like, I'm a university student. I'm working as a server. I don't have like that much money. And she nearly had a heart attack (laughs) and we were like fighting. I was like, you don't know what you were doing. Like you weren't successful. Like I actually (laughs) said those things. And she was like, Oh my God. Like what have you gotten yourself into? This is crazy. This is not how you start this kind of business. Like just no. And so I was like, you know what? Like I'm having my launch in two days, no matter what, like you can be there. You cannot be there. Like I was just being like, <laughs> well, you know, I, I was uh, like, I was upset, but I just didn't really want to show it because I was just so excited and so invested in this. Yeah. It's almost like someone was like pulling the rug out from under the, you yes. know, like, no, but I want this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I had my launch and like I had a lot of friends turn out and like they did want to buy products, but it's just like, we are younger. Like we don't have like that much money to spend, which is completely Mm. understandable. But there were just certain situations where like my friend would might want to buy like one product. And then suddenly my sponsor had made her cart enough to get a free product. And she was like, like a free product's nice, but I didn't ask for I didn't have to spend $300. You know what I mean? And I was just like, Oh my God, what is happening? And I remember it was not working out. (laughs) I was so upset. And I just like, I was like, Oh my gosh, like, is this what I have to do in order to do this business? Like, Mm. and, and, you know, everything my mom was saying kind of really like sunk in and I just felt like not good. It it just, Mm -hmm. the whole thing just left a really sour taste in my mouth. Mm -hmm. And, um, I remember the next day my mom was like, you know what, like get in the car. I'm going to introduce you to someone. And that's when she brought me to her old sponsor's house. Yes. And she opened the door and like, it was just like black and white. Like it it was like, you would think that I was with two different companies, like honestly. And it's kind of unfortunate because I think about other people who have been introduced to network marketing mm-hmm. in such a way yeah, and they don't have something else to like compare it to. Like I was fortunate enough that I had my mother who had done this and she yes. had a completely different experience and was able to show me What's something that? else. And, yeah. and so that was really the reason why I stayed. I decided to return everything. Yeah. And I, I was like, you know what? Like, I just, if I'm going to do this business, I really, I really want to have the right mentality and I I want to do it with the person that helped my mom. And it just all made sense anyways. Like, why would I not be with someone who my mom trusted so much when she was in the company? Like, so your mom was right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, where's my daughter? I need to get her down here to hear that. Yeah, seriously. Mom, mom's always right. But, um, yeah. And, and it's not that I even like 
blame the other consultant. Like I'm so grateful that she introduced me to this. And so. Well, and I think journeys happen, like things happen, you know, for a reason. And that was, you know, there was something that, you know, that had to be learned or there was, you know, I always feel there's always a lesson in something. And, um, and I think it's, I'm glad that you shared that because I think that it's important for people to know that if you're not feeling good about something and you have that time to be able to make that change that you have to go with your gut, your gut will never steer you wrong. And your gut was telling you something after that first night that this is not the right thing for me. Right. And, yeah. and you were like, you know, strong enough and courageous enough to listen. Cause that's not an easy thing to have to go back and take everything back and say, sorry, yeah. like I, I, this isn't working for me, you know? Right. So that had to have been really difficult. Yeah. And, um, the only reason too, was like, I already had had an email with that same account. So it, it was one of those things where I just, I was already client and I just upgraded Mm-hmm. with the other email address. So, yeah, I mean, I, I know that in a lot of companies that might not be like mm-hmm. the ethical thing to do, but I just was like, I, I had to do what I felt was well, and I, and like, that's why they give, that's why companies give a certain amount of time for you to be able to, you know, return things and be able to, you know, get rid of an account kind of thing, because Mm -hmm. there are things that happen. Right. And I always say to people, and I say this, you know, when I'm prospecting or talking to somebody about the business and, um, you know, I always say, you know, if, if, you know, if, if they say, oh, well, I was thinking about joining this a while ago or something like that. I'm always like with somebody else. I'm always like, you need to go with your gut. If that's the right person for you, then you need to go there because this is what could potentially be a multi-million dollar business for you. And if you're connected to somebody that is not working for you, it could totally ruin that. Right. So yeah. whether it's me, you, you feel right with, or it's somebody else, whoever that is, this is a, it's a big business decision, right? And if you're not happy and you're not feeling the, the connection there, it could totally ruin the opportunity for you. Right. Yeah, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. But it, it's kind of nice knowing that because then you know that whoever is meant to be on your team, mm-hmm. your client is, is going to, and there are some things that are just simply out of your control. And as long as you do everything, you know, you know, you did everything that you could have, then you just have to kind of surrender to the universe. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Let it be, let it go. There's a lesson, there's something. And it's also, you know, from the, from the other point of view, from the, you know, if you're in that position where somebody leaves your business or decides to return everything on you, like to know that there's an abundance of people out there, that it's that one person isn't going to make or break your business. Right. So even though it hurts and it stings and I get it, (laughs) you know, I've been there. Um, at the same time, there is an abundance amount of people. And like you said, people end up where they're meant to be. And it's just kind of the way that it is. So, um, you know, for bringing that up, that's, you know, to be able to share that, that's awesome. Cause you know, as we know, we keep it super real here. And we like (laughs) these things because people, people fall into this place and then they, they feel stuck that they have to continue. And so it's, you know, it's giving people permission to say, if this isn't feeling right and you're within the time frame, you know, go for it. Now, if you're not within the time frame and you kind of, you know, realize months down the road and there's nothing you can do about it, you also have to remember that you don't necessarily need an upline 
to build a business. If you really, if you really dig in and you, you know, do the work, there's lots of places you can get training, uh, reach out, ask for help and, and be the leader for your team. Right. So, you know, there's, there's uh, lots of different ways you can look at that. So now today you're, you're, you've, you've moved on, you, you relaunched. Now you're, you're doing your business and things are going well. Yeah. So yeah, that was, um, oh my gosh, I actually just did my renewals. That was two years ago when I first signed up and, um, now I am still doing the business. I have a full-time job and I'm going to be honest, like when I first signed up, I think I had this idea that things would move so much quicker than they did. Mm -hmm. And I just like, I really didn't realize like how hard it was Mm -hmm. and how much I put myself out there. And like, I remember I was, I was maybe like two months into my business and I was like in in a fight with my boyfriend at the time, but it, it wasn't even actually, it was like the smallest deal ever, but I just started like weeping. Like I was crying and he was like, what is going on? And I was like, and I just knew I was like, this has nothing to do with us. I just have never felt so vulnerable in my life because when you're doing a job like network marketing at the start, sometimes it feels like you're being broken up with every day. <laughs> Honestly, like, and I, I wasn't used to rejection. Like, honestly, like I have my whole life been such a people pleaser. Yeah. I've always just kind of done things to make people happy and like having to put myself out there and reach out to people and, and knowing that maybe they're going to, you know, not want to be messaged or (laughs) whatever goes on through your head, really. (laughs) I think though, that's something that as a 20, you know, a young 20 something that that's a common place for, you know, cause I know when I look at my life, my twenties and thirties, I worried about what everybody was thinking about me all the time. It was something I really struggled with in my forties, not so much, but in your, especially early twenties where you're trying to establish who you are, you know, what you're about. And then you're putting yourself out there in this way and you're getting that rejection. It's like, you start to maybe kind of lose sight of like, what am I doing? Who am I? Like, I I don't know if I can do this, you know, like, is there, do you think that's a common thing around that generation or? Oh yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I think that that is probably one of like, I think that's one of the biggest reasons why a lot of people in my generation might have a hard time with network marketing. Marketing, mm-hmm. it's just because you're putting yourself out there a lot, yeah. and I think that maybe, like when you're 35, it's more likely that you've probably had more life experiences Experience. with rejection, and maybe you've True. been in a corporate company where you've had to put yourself out there. Maybe you're in a sales job or whatever it was. Yeah. But a lot of people my age just haven't had that. And um, I think like, especially in university, it's, it's a lot of just like wanting to fit in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it, it can it can be really hard to do something that's maybe like a different way of making money or yeah. 
Um, now, do you think though that, um, cause I think this is what's happening. Cause even I've only been in network marketing for eight years and in my eight years, I've seen a huge shift from when I started, it was like still a little bit like pyramid scheme. Are you doing that taboo thing where now it's not a matter of if you're in network marketing, it's a matter of what company are you with? You know what I mean? I feel like network marketing on a whole as a profession is so much more accepted even in the, you know, in the eight years that I've been, you know, the change in that in the eight years that I've been in it. So as a, as a millennial or as a, you know, 20 something, do you feel that it's becoming more accepted within your generation than, than, you know, I know it's only been two years, but do you see more of your generation jumping into this kind of stuff? Um, like it's hard to say just because, I don't know how long two years is to see like such a difference, but I will say that I think social media has made it a lot more accepting just because naturally you see so many people on social media selling things every day. Yeah. And so it's changed the game. Social media is completely. Yeah. And I think that it just can kind of like make it like, it's just kind of normalizes the whole idea of yeah. selling to people, you know, well, social selling, right. It's like yeah. the, the brand ambassador, the, you know, those things, those are the kind of terms that, you know, as a 20 something, it's, it's like, Oh, I, I want to, I want to do what she's doing. Look at her all day long on Insta stories or Snapchat doing yeah, all this kind of exactly. And I think that Instagram well, social media is just this platform that gives people more of like an inside look about what you actually do. Whereas before social media, you had to really sit down with someone and explain. Mm -hmm. Whereas now someone can just go to someone's social media page and be like, Oh, I guess this is what her job looks like. This is what she does on a daily basis. These are the products she sells. This is her website. Like, yeah, that's so true. And it's oftentimes when I, when I'm talking to a millennial about the business, I'll often direct them to people's Instagram accounts and go, okay, this is an example of, you know, somebody who's doing really well in this business. See, this is what she's doing. And as an example of that's really how you work the business, you know? Yeah. I've told people like, oh, you should follow this girl. Like, yeah. You know, I don't have like a huge art um, company Instagram account, but like other people that do. Yeah. You know, it, it's beneficial for me if they're also following them. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, I I admit I am like, I, and I mean, I'm pretty tech savvy, but I'm still trying to get, you know, it all figured out. And I know there's some, some younger uh, girls in the business that, you know, I watch and it's just like... I'm trying to keep up. Like I, I'm looking at all the stuff there. I'm like, they must have their phones 24 seven, you know, story, 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 right. It is, it becomes a lot and it's, yeah. And it's a decision like, and you don't have to do that. Yeah. And I think that you have to decide if that's something that you're going to do, if you're going to decide to go in like a different direction and doing yeah. like income yeah. making activity, because it like, if you don't have like, not everyone wants to put themselves out there like that. And I don't think it's necessarily fair to mm-hmm. bring anyone into a company and suggest that that's something that's that you have to do because yeah. you absolutely don't. Um, and I remember even like there was like a time where I was being like super on social media and I was just like, 
I don't know if I want this. <laughs> well, and you bring up a good point because I know we all feel a lot of pressure in this day and age to really be out there. And I do agree things like Facebook Live and Insta Stories and even Instagram Live. And, you know, there's every day there's something new. And I do believe those things are really helpful in growing your business. But yeah. you have to do it in a way that feels authentic to you. Because if you're yeah. not and you're trying too hard, then it becomes awkward and people can feel that energy that it's just you know, and so that's, you, you bring up a really good point is like trying to maneuver the platforms in a way that feels authentic to you, but you also don't want to, you know, miss the boat, so to, so to speak and, and miss opportunities to be able to use those platforms to grow your business. Because if you're not on them at all, I do feel that that's a missed opportunity. Right? I agree. Yeah. Um, no, I've, I've definitely made like a lot of connections just through social media. Like I've used, the stories to do polls. And sometimes like I'll send Mm -hmm. people samples from that, which will turn into an order. And sometimes I'll just reach out to people who I've noticed have like commented or liked a lot of my posts. And I'll I'll just like send them a direct message. Like, Hey, I've I've noticed you like my posts. Like, thank you. Like, have you ever tried these products? Like, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's been a huge help. And I think that people feel more comfortable reaching out to you in the first place when they see that you are putting yourself out there a bit and you are active on social media. Um, they kind of feel like they know you a little bit better. Um, but I, I will say there have been times where I have actually stopped following certain people on social media, not even because I have anything against their accounts. I think their accounts are great, but like, I find that I'm comparing myself a little too much and I can, I I get ideas in my head that just, I know I'm like, should I do this? And then I'm like, this isn't really authentic. Like mm-hmm. I rate what they're doing and that's them. And, but that's not me. And I, I have to kind of like realize that. So, you know, I think like that's why I've had to just not follow certain accounts at times. Cause you are so wise, my friend, at such a young age, cause that's a hard thing to do. Right. As a, as a young, you know, like I said, a young girl, like it's, it's, and I see this with my daughter who's 14, like, you know, looking at everybody's stuff and comparing and playing that game. And it's hard. Sometimes I do it as a 40 something, year old. you know, go, Oh, she's doing this. Maybe I should be doing that. Or I should be. And then you're right. You have to start go, okay, this is overwhelming me. I need to unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. Yeah. And get back (laughs) to doing what feels right for you. Right. So this is your permission. You've heard it here from a millennial and a gen, what am I? A gen X <laughs> permission to unfollow people. It, it's not a, no offense taken. If, if you're finding you're getting, getting distracted, you know, just cut it off. And, and yeah. I love the social media talk. So, you know, how would you then like, so you were saying like you would send direct messages to people if they've been liking your photos and stuff like that. So as a gen Y, if, um, let's say I noticed you were liking my stuff and I were to reach out to you through a direct message and say, Hey, like you're liking my photos. Like, do they were like, do you respond well to that? Would you be like, Hey, would you respond to that? Or is there like, like, how do you guys, you know, feel about one of the reasons that I even got the idea was because someone did it to me Mm. in another network marketing company. Gotcha. she was like posting all these fitness posts and I was just like liking her posts. And then all she said was, Hey, I've noticed you've liked my posts. Like, thank you for the love. And I was like, Oh, that was so nice. And it wasn't even like, can I send you this video? It was just like, that was all. And I was like, 
that's actually really nice because like so often you like people's posts, but it's never like acknowledged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's an excellent point, right? It's just, it's yeah. like, you. and so I started just like doing that when I would notice there was like consistency and people liking my posts and it honestly got really good feedback. And there were times where, I, you know, I, I eventually ended up like inviting someone to like a business event and just um, through Instagram, just, just through Instagram. And like, yeah. these are often people who are, I, I know, but I don't know them very well. Like we're kind of like acquaintances. Yeah. And I think that's, um, I think that social media is like a very effective way yeah. um, to, to like, I guess, reach out to people who you don't know. Yes. Yeah. Who know you, but don't know you that well. Like rarely I'll reach out to people who I've like never met. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like, it's possible if that relationship builds, like kind of like how that girl messaged me. Yeah. 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 And so do you feel like that your generation has a little bit more trust within the social media world because it's just, you're, you're so much more connected into it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think like, you know, for me, it's like, I get weirded out if I start seeing too many people following, like, and they're messaging me and like, I, if they're not like authentic, you know what I mean? I'm like, Oh, I don't know you. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Is there more of a trust level? Do you think at your age, Um, so much more, um, on that, you know, I think like, it's hard to say because I don't necessarily know how everyone, I guess, like in your age group would feel, but I find like if someone, I still do get that vibe. Like if someone Mm -hmm. follows me, who I've like never ever met and like, there are like a bit of feelings like, Oh, like this person knows so much about my life now. And like, I've never (laughs) met you. (laughs) Do I I follow you back? But then it's like, I don't know. I I think that, I think that to an, to an extent you Mm -hmm. are right. Like, so social media has become like so normal in today's age. Like I know people who have kind of just like, treated it a little bit like a dating app. Like yeah. I know people who have had people reach out to them through social media that. that they've never necessarily met. Like maybe they have like mutual connections and then they like go on a date. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that would happen in your generation. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I mean, I'm just speaking for all the 40 something year olds out there, but I'm going to say, no. <laughs> okay, so yeah. you know what? that's the thing, right? That's just the way that the it's shifting, right? People are more tr- becoming more, I would say becoming a little bit more trusting online because it's so much more accepted. And that's this, just how we speak to people. It's like, yeah. you know, I don't even answer really my phone so much anymore, but I'll send a, a Facebook message or a text message or a voice message through, you know, one of the social media apps before I actually pick up the phone and call somebody, you know, and mm-hmm. it's just because that's just the way things are moving and shifting. Right. So, yeah. um, it's a, it's, it's a, I think it's an ever changing thing. And I actually want, my kids are, uh, 16 and 14, my, my oldest two, and their Snapchat, like, I don't know if you spend much time in Snapchat, but that's a whole nother. Oh, I know. I just really Snapchat. I was like, yeah. I have too many apps. I have Instagram, I have Facebook. You can't I can't have to, Instagram. Yeah. Can't you kind of have to pick your, your one or two and just focus there. And yeah. like Snapchat's an animal for another day that I just, at this point in time, you know, can't do, but, um, it's, very, it's very, uh, it's very interesting watching the way that their behavior is on there. That's what I'm always asking my daughter. I'm always like, so when you do that, what's happening? And she looks at me like I'm really annoying, but I'm trying to understand the way that they're using it because the 16, 17, 18 year olds, those are our next generation. Yeah. 
into yeah. our business, right? Um, and I want a team of young people so that when I'm 80, you know, I have a team of like 35, 40 year olds. So that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So that we're not all aging at the same at the same rate. So um, it's interesting watching them use the technology and trying to understand the the thought process behind it. But my 14 year old, like she still uses Instagram. She still watches YouTube videos and does all the Instagram videos and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely still one of the top ones for sure. Um, so, so I, I wanted to ask you, you know, since being part of network marketing, um, you know, how do your friends, you know, in that generation, like how w- would you say that they look at you as if like, like, cause I look at you and I go, you're such a smart girl, like you're such a smart girl and you've got so much opportunity ahead of you. And I just think that you're, you're just, you know, some of the things that you've learned, like you said, you know, the rejection that you've had and just, you know, the life experiences that you've had in this business. Like, I feel like you're light years ahead of those who are still, you know, trying to find the jobs and, and, you know, doing the waitressing things. Not that that's bad stuff, but the fact that you saw the opportunity in network marketing as like a viable business that could bring you, you know, this incredible life. How do your friends, you know, how do you feel like your friends see you in this business? Um, it's hard to say. Like I have, I'm very fortunate. Like I have very close friends that I think would be supportive no matter what. Yeah. Um, like they've honestly never said one bad thing about my business, even if, you know, maybe this isn't for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, like I, there are friends who like, or people, I guess that you kind of might get a vibe from them, but you don't know what they're actually thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which I think is happens at all levels, you know, it's just like, I think like to me with looking at the, you know, the 20 somethings, I just want to scream to them like this opportunity, <laughs> you need to jump on this, like right now, like you're yeah, like, I know in 10 um, years from now, five years from now, you guys could have just this incredible life. If you really took this business seriously, right. Their whole residual income, like just so many great things. But do you find it difficult to relay that? to, to your friends? Cause I mean, you got it, you saw it. Yeah. I think that there's always like a little bit in me that's like, okay, I don't want my friends to ever, ever, ever think that I am looking for some financial gain off them. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a tough one. Yeah. So I'm always like open to them about what this is. And like, I kind of let them know if they have any questions, then mm-hmm. Yeah, like I would love to like have a full sit down conversation with them, but I feel like I kind of know that it's not going to be my closest friends that are are my tribe. And I I knew that from the start. Mm -hmm. And I think that eventually that might, that might happen, but it would probably happen in like a more authentic way. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel the need to call my friends and be like, or, you know, my close friends and be like, I'm going to a business meeting, like, come with me. Like, I just feel like we're so close that they would eventually maybe. Yeah. They just don't see it. Yeah. 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 And, um, I think that's, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but then again, like I have built so many friendships just because of this business with people who I like, 
wasn't really friends with when I started our or started with my company. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and it just would happen that it, it was really, I would reach out to them kind of with like the intention of business, but we would just become really good friends after. And that's what happened with one of my really good friends at work. Like I, I was so nervous. I reached out to her over text message. We had like just met a month ago and we didn't like work closely to closely together. Like we worked on separate floors Yeah. and I had reached out to her and asked her if she would try a sample of the skincare line I sell. And then the next day at work, I dropped it off on her desk and I was like, let me know what you think. And in two weeks we can grab lunch. And then we grabbed lunch. Like we didn't really know each other that well. Um, sorry. And, um, now she's like my best friend. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Like we became so close. She's hosting a party for me soon with all of her other friends. And it's like, it's just such a nice feeling. And I think that also, um, it's always going to feel different with like people you meet after you've started with your network marketing business than your childhood friends. Like when I tell you about my close friends, like these are my childhood friends. And I think that always, you're never like, yeah, I never want to mix business with my childhood friends because I think that you just have this, like, like you always, when you're with them, you feel like you were back in grade eight or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. no, I, I get that. I get that. Well, and I, I mean, I see both sides of that. Cause I mean, I honestly believe this opportunity is uh, life changing for people and, it can be. Yeah. and I would want everybody that I care about to, to be a part of it. But I, I, you know, I'm not pushy or get, I don't get to, you know, into it with them if they're a not right now or a no, even though I know what it could do for them. If they don't see it yet, that's okay. And I just kind of keep working and keep the friendship, the friendship, right. And, and yeah. that's the way it is. And at some point, you know, and I always, I truly believe this business could be for everybody at some point in time, but it's just, it's just not their time yet, you know? So it's just like, you know, keep the friendship. They know it's there. And they're, you know what, to be honest, they're all watching you. They're all waiting to see, you know, if this is going to, if this is going to work, you know? And so it's like, you just got to give them a good show, you know, just like keep doing it. Keep, you know, grinding away. Keep exactly. Yeah. And you know what? I have asked each of my friends. It's not that I haven't, you know, to take a look, Um, but I think that once you've done the ask with your close friends, it's like, okay, now we can just leave it. And either way, I'm not going to be gone from your life. Like you're going to ever say that I know more about this, whether you want to or not. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing, right? Like I, like I say, it's like, you always want to be like, when, because you know, your, your life is going to change. You're going to have this awesome success. You're going to have this business, the money, all the things, the time, and you don't want them to go, Hey, why didn't you ever tell me about this? You know? And you can say, Hey, I did, <laughs> you know, I told you, Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. So it's like, it's just making sure that they know, but yeah, it's, it is definitely, uh, it's definitely one of those things with your friends. You just kind of have to, you know, put it out there let them do their, let them do their research, their things with yes, net, yes, no, maybe whatever, but just kind of keep the friendship moving. And, and, and you're right. Like some of the best friendships that I've had in my life in the past, you know, while have come from people that I didn't know until they were in my business, you know, and then we yeah. friends cause you spend so much time with people in your business too. Right. So, um, and you travel and you do lots of stuff with them too. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing I realized too, like this business just opens you up to so many opportunities and it's just like, 
yes, of course, the, the income and the, t- the time freedom is one thing, but it actually, it just, I think you, you really, really grow as a person mm-hmm. and even, you know, my Arbon business, like, sorry, my company business kind of overlaps with, with, you know, if I were to be a recruiter in my career at work, that's what I do. I mean, I'm not a recruiter now, but I do work at a recruitment agency mm-hmm. and every day I'm making connections Yeah, and it's just very, it's just beneficial in all ways, I think, yeah. to do something else on the side. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's the thing. The side gig thing that this is the piece of that. It's like, everybody should have something like this, right? Whether it's to build it, to be at the top of the company or just to build it enough to make some extra income, get a good discount on a product, right? Whether, you know, you're into jewelry or skincare or health products, whatever. Right. So I truly feel like it's one of those things that, you know, when I see people, it's like, you need to have this, you know, but it's hard because not everybody sees it that way, you know? And you know, it's not even like, like sometimes I would just want to get into my, like my friend's head because I care about them so much. And I want to be like, fine, like, don't do this company. Just look into it. Find something. something. Like just do something on the side because it actually will enhance your life so much to the point where like, I'm even kind of working on like other projects. And I, I don't think that I would have the courage to do it unless I was exposed to so much like personal development and like business knowledge just from this, just from being a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's why I say like, when I see you, you're so much farther ahead because I truly believe that network marketing gives us that education in, you know, like how many, like personal development books, like I have a stack behind me. I got a library over here. Those are books that I never read or never even thought to read in over 15 years of doing graphic design, you know, and in college and all of the, the, like in my twenties, I would never have picked up a book on mindset or on like, I didn't even know what that meant, but man, I wish that I could go back and do that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because where like, it just, it takes you, like you said, to so many amazing places, which is awesome. And this is a great message that we're sharing right now. If, you know, if you know somebody who's a millennial, have them listen to this. You know, if you have a prospect who's, you know, not sure about the business, have them listen to Natalie and what she's sharing because she's wise beyond her years. And for many reasons, but I I know just from working with you personally because of this business opportunity, right? Yeah. And I just want to say too, like for anyone who has a corporate job and maybe finds that they're way too busy to do something like this. Like I completely get it. And I think that's one of the biggest hesitations you'll get from people my age is they're just working on their career. And that's totally fine. Like I actually, now that I'm in a nine to five job, I, I actually do see a lot of good, good things about it. And I'm not completely against it at all. Like when I started my network marketing business, I was like, I never want to have nine to five jobs, whatever. Like I'm just going to do this. It's going to be my life, whatever. But like now that I'm in a, in a career, like I, I really like it. Mm -hmm. I've met so many people. Mm -hmm. I like going somewhere every day and I don't know how long I'm going to like that, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, in in three years, I might be like, honestly, screw this. I just want to work for myself. Right. Have the choice. Exactly. But right now, I'm 24 and I like it. And I've met so many people. And I think that the biggest hesitation that we get from people our age is I'm so busy right now. Yeah. And 
I, yeah, like I am pretty busy, but as I said, there was a time where I, you know, took a step back just to take a breather. And, you know, I went a bit maybe longer than I should have kind of, um, not focusing on my business. And I realized I didn't like it, Mm. you know, like I actually, my weeks felt longer. Mm. Like I would go home from work and not do much and then start another day at work and not do much. And like my weeks actually felt longer and like harder to endure at work. Very interesting. I was doing my side business because my days, like I felt like I got like a a break, you know, I would like go home and like do something or do like a training or a live or whatever. And then I'd go to work the next day and I'd feel like ready to go to work again because I did something else. I did something completely different. And I didn't just sit in on Netflix waiting for the time to pass before I started my next day at work. Like it's just, it's actually been so helpful in my life. Yeah. Well, and it's because you're doing something that excites you, that gives you energy and that positive energy, like that flows through everything you do. Right. And so if you're just sitting doing nothing, there's no real positive. There's no real energy in that. Right. right? Have you read the 10 times rule? I'm sure you have the 10 times rule. I have the 10 times. I think it's called the 10 times. I do. I have the 10 times rule by Grant Cardone. Yes. So love him. Basically about how like whether you're doing less or whether you're doing more, you're putting energy into it. Yeah. Like if you're doing less work, you're still thinking a lot about like that less work that you're doing and like probably having to like, I don't know, come up with reasons on why you can't, I don't know what I'm saying, but basically it's like, it's the same energy that you're going to put towards doing a lot. So it's just, it's not nearly as bad as people think. It's actually really nice having something else to do. And I, so then what would you say to that? Then if you're, if a millennial says to you, uh, you know, I don't have enough time for this business. Like what would, what would your response to that be knowing now, like being in this situation, what would you respond with that? Like, how would you say? Well, first of all, I would say, well, how much time do you think you need? Because some people might think that they need like, you know, if it's like a full-time job, and then I would say, well, actually, this is something that you can do very part-time and it still can be very lucrative. And I might kind of take someone through my typical day, but then I also just like be honest with them. I'm like, well, what do you do for fun? Yeah. Like, what do you do that actually like really fuels you? Yeah. And like, I think that um, another really good book is uh, Big Magic. Yes. Um that one I love because she just, yes. And she just kind of made you take all of the, um, I guess all of the like income out of it and the financial reward and brought you back to like why it's actually just why you should do things because it's actually just fun. Yeah. <laughs> and, True. Um, yeah. And I think she, I, there was a quote that she said, I think it was like, it took me a long time to realize that I decide to do creative projects because it's actually is what saves me from a lot of drama and a lot of stress. And yeah, it just 
makes me a happier person really. Yeah. And it's, and it is, it's that creating piece. Like as human beings, we're meant to grow Mm -hmm. and we're meant to create and we're meant to, you know, change and evolve. And if we're sitting stagnant all the time, just doing a nine to five day in and day out, coming home, watching like repeat, right. You become stagnant and you, you're not growing. And so I know for me, I'm the same. I'm like, I have to be creating something. Yeah. to feel alive. And then, and I do, I create projects, I create programs, I, you know, network marketing, all of those things are opportunities for me to create and grow. And, and so you're, that's what you're feeling, right? When you're coming home from your work, you're putting yourself into this place where you're growing yourself and you're changing and you're evolving. And that's something that we, we thrive off of. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think when you take that step back and you're not doing that, you got to see very clearly that it didn't feel as good when you weren't growing. Right. So saying that to that millennial, it's like, like what you said, it's like, well, you know, what, what lights you up? What what fuels your passions? Like, what, what do you want to do? Like, do you want to do that job forever? Is there something else you want to do? Do you want to like, you know, and try and get them to see the picture of the growth and the change and the exciting, like creating something that's just for you, you know, and yeah, you know, take the money and the the time out of Cause that's often where we go to, right. Is oh, well, you can make money and you can have all this time, but sometimes those things, I mean, they're important, but sometimes it needs to be more than just those two things. Right. Yeah. And I think that when you're first starting, I, I truly believe that your entire goal shouldn't be in the income. I think that it should all be a lot of just learning and adding value to people. Yeah. And then I think that when you focus on the activity, the money will naturally follow. You are wise beyond your years. I think I've said that eight times in this interview so far. I love it. I love it. And that's the thing, right? Like it's, 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 um, there's just so much more to this opportunity than selling a product and making a buck, right? It's just so much bigger than that. And if people could see and understand that, like I actually just, it's so funny because I recently just did an Instagram post and it was a picture of me working my business in the very beginning. And I had my little tiny baby on my- Yeah, oh my God, that was so cute. (laughs) And he's just sleeping on my chest. And I was literally typing a message. I was like a week's into my business. And I look back at that picture, actually makes me emotional. Ah, because- I am not the same person that I was in that photo. And it's not that I, it's, it's not that that person was bad. That person just, I just, I've grown so much. I have done so many things. I have learned so much. I have evolved and changed and, you know, expanded so much since that time. Mm -hmm. And it's all because of this business you know, and, and it's, it's hard to relay that. I think sometimes to a 20 something year old, who's just thinking, like you said, is thinking about, you know, the classes they just took and they, they went to school to be, you know, X, Y, and Z, and that's what they need to do. And sometimes it's hard for them to see that there's more out there than just what we went to school for, you know? Yeah, completely. Yeah. It's hard. Like my, 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 uh, teenager, he's 16. He's got to start thinking about what he wants to take in school and in university. And he doesn't know, you know, he's still young and you know, it's like, do I go to university? Do I go to college? And, and part of me wants to say like, you know, you got to pick something, you got to go to school, you got to, you know, take that path. Cause you say like, there's a lot you learn in that process, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you can be an entrepreneur these days without having any formal education, really. And if you can do the work, do the reading, do the learning, have the experiences, you can, you can build businesses 
off that, you know, and, um, you know, times are changing a little bit and it'll be interesting to see when your generations are in their forties, what kind of careers and paths and things that they're going to be doing. I, I I see a lot of more online entrepreneurs and absolutely network marketing being a huge one. Even, I mean, even companies in general are just giving a lot of their employees a laptop and saying you can work from home because like, that's just, it's It's just don't really need to go into an office a lot these days. So yeah, there's a really good book by um, Gary Vanderchuk. I don't know if I'm saying his last name, right? Um, I don't think I am. Gary, yeah, Vanerchuk called Crushing It. Um, so if you're listening to this right now and you want to know more about, you know, getting more online and working your business from that platform, the social media platforms, it's an amazing book. It's the yellow one that's back here in my background here, but it's awesome. And it's something that I recommend. Like I want my kids to read that book, you know, just so that they, you know, see that there's opportunity everywhere. Yeah. And that's one thing I love about network marketing is that network marketing will often teach people who don't know anything about business, it's an, it's a cheap way to get into owning a business, especially in your twenties. Like you said, you didn't have a ton of money, you know, to, to start it, but even $4,000, even if you had a stayed with that initial order, $4,000 to start a business is not expensive. Really. If you're looking at traditional business, right? Um, so network marketing gives people an amazing viable opportunity to build a business, to learn how to be an entrepreneur, because we got to do our own taxes, right? We've got to do all the businessy things. We got to keep our receipts and do all that stuff. And it, and it allows you to learn how to be an entrepreneur without having to have a huge investment mm-hmm. um, and very little risk. And then it's a platform. Now you can jump off and do other things and still have your business. Yeah, for sure. And that's why I think it just gives you such a strong business foundation, almost because you're not so consumed with like the risk and building things and all those things. It's like, that's all in place. So you just work on your mindset and figure out how it's going to work. And that's like, that in itself is like so good to have before you actually maybe start your own business. Cause school is just not going to teach you how to like believe in yourself and like (laughs) how to accept rejection and and how to set targets and all those things. Like it's like, it's such a great segue into doing a business kind of like what you've done. Yeah. Yeah. It was network marketing that got me the skills and the courage and the mindset to be able to branch off and network marketing is meant to be that it's meant to be a vehicle for us to go and live and do our passions. Right. And I, if I, you know, like I said, if at 20 something years old, I had to discover this and learn what I learned in the last eight years when I was in my twenties, like who knows where it would be today. Not my, it wasn't the way that it worked out for me, but you know, as a 20 something year old listening to this right now, you know, take this opportunity seriously because it can definitely teach you so much and uh, just so many great skills that come out of this, you know, even like you mentioned the mindset stuff, like how many 20 somethings do you know that are working on their mindset? You know, (laughs) really, you know, right. Or reading the books, like thinking grow rich, you know, and like this kind of stuff, like the power of the mind and thought, like that's just stuff that just needs to be taught in schools, I believe, because there's so much, there's so much power that goes on between our ears. We just, 
we don't even know it. No, I yeah, completely agree. This has been so much fun, girl. We could talk all night long. I know, seriously. I feel like a twenty-something-year-old when I'm chatting with you. Can we just talk forever? Yeah, we just do weekly chats. I love it. I love it. Um, okay, so we're gonna wrap this up because I you've given us so much great information. It's so nice to be able to hear all of this stuff from your perspective, you know, for those of us who are here who want to talk to millennials, I think you've gained a lot. You've given us a lot of perspective on how to do that, how to, you know, approach millennials, um, you know, the kind of mindset that you have. Um, and so to wrap it up, what would you say would be, you know, top, if you could give us top three tips, you know, if, if I'm somebody who wants to talk to you and you're not in network marketing yet and you're 24 years old, you know, what are some of the things that you can give us, um, tip wise to, uh, you know, make that, you know, something that they would, you know, say yes to Like, I love, you know, the, at the restaurant, like you said, you know, she called me 10 times, which kudos to her for not giving up first of all, and calling you mm-hmm. 10 times. And, you know, you said it, it's like, it's not that you were avoiding the call. It just never worked out. So oftentimes yeah. on the other end of the phone, we're like on the fifth call, we're like, okay, she thinks I'm crazy now and is totally avoiding me. And right. And we stopped calling, but that wasn't yeah, the case. Exactly. So what are some tips that you can give us? Like if we wanted to talk to 20 something year olds, what, what would you recommend that, you know, the approach, what we say, is there anything you can give us there on that? Um, honestly, I think just try and be really natural. Like I think that like at the beginning, I felt like I needed to be like so perfect and like like kind of like come off as like professional and yes of to an extent of course you have to come off as professional but like just let your personality show and um like I've had people who have helped me like in clothing stores and I've just said to them like before I left I'm like oh, oh my god like you're probably going to think this is like so weird, but like <laughs> I do this business and like, I don't know, you've just been so helpful. Like, what do you do when you're not doing this? Like I'll say to that them, like, you probably think this is so weird because they probably do. And I hope, and I thought it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> I love that though. Right. It's being, it's being authentic, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I love those. Those are great. Exactly. And like, even if like, someone, you know, doesn't respond to my message, but asking them a question about maybe like a product or looking at the business, like I'll just message them again, just being like, like, I'll just kind of acknowledge that they ignored me. (laughs) I mean, I'm like, Hey, I don't know if you're meaning to ignore me. I know you saw that. No, like, don't even worry about it. That's fine. I just like, you know, hope everything's good. And like, Mm let me know if you ever want a sample or if you yeah. want to try again. Like, it's just, I think that you kind of, you have to be the one to like take the awkwardness. Yeah. Out of it. And, and do you think that, that you like you, I know for me, I would appreciate that. Like, I always feel like if I, if somebody's messaged me and like, if I didn't reply back, it's not because I didn't want to. It's because 500 other messages came in or whatever. Yeah. And I forgot. And if somebody says, Hey, you know, I sent you a message last week. Did you get, it? I'll be like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I totally wanted to reply to you. And I, it slipped my mind or whatever. So, Oh my God, 100%. Like, I, I do that reminder. all the time. And yeah. I feel so horrible for doing it, yeah. but it's just like when things get so busy, I'll read something when I can't respond to it at that time. Yeah. And then I'll just forget about it. And like, obviously that's going to happen to people you're reaching out to because that's just not their priority. Yeah. People are so busy. So you kind of have to message 
you know, a second time or maybe even call and just be like, Hey, I I'm sorry if I'm annoying you. I just like really need to know because it's just taking up a lot of energy. So. Yeah. Right. And, and as a millennial, you appreciate text or like the no phone calls, right? At this day and age, I don't think anybody does, to be honest. I don't answer my own phone. If it's I'm- just like, I'm not around that much to answer the phone. Yeah. So well, I think that's just in general nowadays we've got. Yeah. I think that a phone call is nice because it's bold and it yeah. kind of means that you're pretty serious. It's like, yeah. oh, oh, she called me. Like, yeah. And then if you follow up with a text message, that's fine. But sometimes yeah. you're like, oh, wow, she's like pretty serious about this. She called me. <laughs> actually, yeah. So it means something. Like, it's yeah. like, maybe in some ways you feel more special because you're getting the phone. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So there's a little, a different way to kind of view that. Um, I love it. And then I think that another, like, good lesson. I mean, I guess this is just for anyone is just to like really not compare yourself. Mm. I think that you just have no idea what someone did to get to where they're at. Yes. And sometimes you like, it's just, I, I know this too, because when my mom was doing this, when she was a consultant, mm-hmm. I felt like she had it so easy. Like I felt as though she got to the position she was at and like, I don't even feel like, and it just seemed like so natural to her. And, and, and I don't think she really went through a lot of like personal development or personal growth to get there. Mm. And she had like all these friends doing it and yeah, they, they got to this certain so level in the company, but it was like <laughs> not one of those people are currently doing that business. Mm-hmm. And it was like, they all kind of just, I mean, I, I don't want to like, no, it's throw salt on, no, but it's just, I just feel like sometimes it's okay when things are harder. Yeah. And especially in my age, I think that it, it will be harder to find people who are willing to spend a lot of money just because it's just not what a lot of people can do at this age. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, and I think the thing with that, the money thing is that, you know, I would rather have somebody who comes into my business with only a small order and a shit ton of work ethic and will, will do the work to make it happen mm-hmm. and put, you know, fill their calendar with activity and do all those things than to have somebody come in with like a giant order, but then never do anything. Right. Like, so, yeah. you know, you kind of have to say like, how bad do you want it? If you're ready and you want it, then do what you can and let's get busy. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and then- I don't think that anyone is going to feel successful or even, be considered successful is af- is if after they get to the point that they wanted to get to, mm-hmm. they don't feel good about doing it. You know what I mean? Like if I just kind of got all these people to spend $4,000 on their yeah. first order and promise them like ridiculous success, like yeah. we're going to make this back in the next month. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? You don't, yeah. Don't it's like, would I be really happy to be where I'm at? And that's yeah. the thing. That's, like, that fulfilling. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you see so many people on social media, like kind of talking about their success and it's amazing, but you also just don't know. You yeah. have no idea what that person did. And so that's why it's good to just don't compare. Just don't compare yourself. Yeah. No, I love that. And, and before we wrap up, the other thing I want to just touch on, cause you, you know, you said with your mom and it, you know, those people aren't there anymore. 
you know, to know that in this business, it's normal to have to build, rebuild, build, rebuild. Like you're going to go up, you're going to have people leave, you're going to build again. Like any top professionals I've talked to in network marketing, any of the conferences, the six figure summit, all of those things, majority of the people have had their businesses crumble and then you have to rebuild it again. And that's that. But when you re each time you rebuild, it gets stronger. It's just, I know sometimes it can be tough to work through that. Um, but if you do it and you keep pushing and keep moving, you know, it will come back. And, um, so it's just, you know, that's a normal part of the business. So, uh, and some people do it and some people don't, and that's completely, you know, each, each journey is different kind of thing. So, yeah. So it's just part of the process. Exactly. Yeah, this has been so much fun. You have just such a wealth of knowledge. I love it. And it's just so, so nice to, to chat with you. And, and I just so appreciate all your advice and your story and, and being able to share on here. I know the listeners will as well. Um, Natalie, where can people find you um, on Instagram? Where if they wanted to, to say hi and... My, um, my page is Nat Cowie. Nat Cowie. Okay. And I will link that into the show notes too. Um, and on all the stuff too, so people can come find you. And, and if you're listening to this and you were inspired by Natalie, please send her a DM, say hi, say, I heard your podcast. I, you know, thank you for your wisdom. Um, and, uh, cause I love, I know I love hearing messages when this has touched somebody in, in a way, um, to know that we're doing, we're doing something good here, girl. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Okay, Natalie. Well, thank you so much for today. There's so much good stuff here. And, um, it was so nice chatting with you again. And so, um, just thank you. No, thank you so much. It was so fun to be here. Awesome. Awesome, girl. I hope you guys all got value. Oh, they did. Oh, I did too. I've got like two pages full of notes here. (laughs) I love it. All right, girl. Thank you so much. Hey, girlfriend. Thank you so much for joining me here on Keeping It Real with Shannon Recker. I hope that you found great value in today's training. But before you go, I just want to say the fact that you're here listening to this podcast speaks volumes to the commitment that you have for achieving your business goals. And I want to ask you, could you use a little more help on closing that gap from where you are to where you want to be? If so, I want to invite you to snag up my my free video series on the top six things that I know for sure help me crush some of the biggest goals in my business to date. You can grab your very own copy at shanarecker.com. See you in the course. We'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.